0: Humboldt Last Week. Hey, thanks for checking out Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. This is a way to hear highlights from Humboldt's Last Week. While you do stuff, I know you're busy. It's available on iTunes, SoundCloud, KimKemp.com, and top podcast platforms. Thanks for telling a friend. Please like Humboldt Last Week on Facebook. Connect at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Disclaimer: This sometimes features explicit content. And remember, your feedback makes this thing better, so never be shy. Partnership this week comes from Bongo Boy Studio. Local band The Gatehouse Well just wrapped up recording their new album there. She's of my heart, the giant sound. Maggie, she be going round and round. They've got their album release show coming up. That's The Gatehouse Well at the Sanctuary in Arcata on the 27th. Definitely look into where they recorded that album at bongoboystudio.com. And Ferndale Music Company with Chris Smither playing at the Old Steeple on October 29th.
1: No way
0: You can expect blues, folk, amazing guitar work, that gravelly voice. And here's something from the Associated Press, one of the absolute best singer-songwriters in the world. That's Chris Smither at the Old Steeple in Ferndale, October 29th. Tickets at ferndalemusiccompany.com. Desecrating graves up in Trinidad. You hear about that? Someone drove through the cemetery up there, busted at least four gravestones. At best, could have been bad driving. At worst, as the mayor put it to loco, people being thoughtless boars and idiots. Hopefully, whoever did that gets busted, just like those graves. Comparing last year to 2014, there were double the rape reports at HSU. Six reported rapes last year, according to this new report. An HSU cop told the Times-Standard she believes this is partly because rape survivors are now more willing to report. This report also showed the number of liquor law referrals go from 19 to 87. That's when a student gets written up but not arrested for breaking liquor laws. Geez, there was this guy who allegedly killed his ex and her parents over in Nevada. Former McKinleyville resident taken in by the sheriff's office in the Willow Creek area. Good work, officers. My heart goes out to the friends and family of the victims. HSU Athletics still working hard to save football. Now they're charging to stream the games like 10 bucks a pop. I'd stream a game to support them. But for real, if I'm paying for a stream that used to be free, it better work really freaking good. Uh, you could pledge your support to save HSU football from being terminated at the end of the season. Most Adorable Humboldt Kid of the Week Award. This guy that was hurt really badly in a Ferndale car collision has been getting a lot of help from his nine-year-old niece. Amaya Diamond made a Buy Dave a wheelchair jar and put all of her tooth fairy money inside, started washing cars, and she organized a lemonade stand in Ferndale on the 15th. Mimosa sales at Humboldt Suites that day, also contributing. Her soon-to-be-born cousin's dad is in critical condition and faces a long, difficult road ahead as he recovers and adapts. He needs a highly specialized electric wheelchair. So hopefully Amaya raises tons of dough and wishing Dave tons of healing. An update here on the man who was allegedly lit on fire while sleeping on the steps of a church in Arcata. According to the Mad River Union, Michael Alpha was released from the burn unit at UC Davis. He was described as looking like he had a bad sunburn. Apparently he had been homeless for three to four months, possibly has mental health issues, and he wanted to go home to Ohio where he has a girlfriend and an 11 month old kid. Someone bought him a bus ticket and he eventually made it there church choir members said that they would try to keep in touch with him and continue to be of help. wow more dumbasses in mckinleyville shining lasers at coast guard helicopters hey dumbasses little psa here any joe blow or jane doe can shine a light at a helicopter like oh look at me i can shine shiny things here's an idea make it a little bit more of a challenge try to bounce that laser light off your eyeballs to the helicopter if you could do that you're a real champ A little faith in humanity restoration. I saw a Sohum pizza business was missing a bag of money. According to Kim Kemp, they posted about it online. Someone found the money in the middle of the road, and they returned it to him. Really nice. So I think we can bill it as humble fiber optic shit show 2017. As wildfires south of us caused immense and tragic devastation, a seemingly preventable AT&T outage once again left humble out of touch and really it's in times of peril that we most need the ability to communicate, right? Did you lose cell service? How about internet? People couldn't call 911, hospitals were slowed down, vital government agencies were without access, there were problems at the bank, issues at the airport, people couldn't conduct vital business. And in my opinion, the too-long-didn't-read of all of this is AT&T seriously dropped the ball here. According to Loco, a couple years ago AT&T promised they would do the work to prevent mass outages in Humboldt. They said that work would be done by the end of last year, and that never happened. A lot of
1: people here rethinking their at service, I don't blame them. I think it's important to recognize that people have lost their homes, they've lost animals, they've lost their entire livelihoods in the fire, uh, including a lot of people that I have the privilege to work with. This is Eli
0: Roll. He's a Humboldt County citizen, he was raised here. Eli is a co-worker and a good friend
1: of mine. I think we're very fortunate up here in Humboldt County that things haven't been worse for us. We haven't had a Redwood Complex or a Valley Fire of our own yet, thank goodness there are a lot of volunteer organizations and charities that are working to assist the people, the thousands of people who've been displaced by the fires uh, or who've otherwise been impacted. And if you are in a position to help those people, I would 100% encourage you to do so. Uh, it doesn't have to be money, it doesn't necessarily have to be supplies, sometimes it can just be your time. Uh, there are ways to give. But I really wanted to hit on the fact that what we experienced earlier this week, where a large chunk of everyone up here was without any kind of telecommunication service for two days, is a complete and total shit show. And some people are going to say, oh, that's a first world problem, and it's really not. It's like borderline the definition of a developing world problem you can't have critical infrastructure that is necessary for the safe and effective operation of your government and daily life you can't have that just fail hospitals law enforcement banks commerce government all of them were crippled uh because developing infrastructure up here uh it it doesn't make good business sense the market's too small there aren't enough people uh and you know spending that kind of money might affect market shares it comes down to money. It's not that fucking hard to run some cables up here, uh, but it is expensive, and you can see throughout the county where our fiber line is elevated, it's it's still up on poles, which is not the safest place. I don't know if you've noticed, but we have trees with branches and shit around here, uh, slides, all kinds of things that could take one of those lines out, and when they do, it's not always going to be a super quick fix, as we've seen. So what it really comes down to is it being expensive to build that infrastructure out, and AT&T deciding that we're just not worth it. 200,000 people not worth the millions or billions of dollars it's going to take to securely install a line or uh, even a redundant line that they will bother to uh lease bandwidth on for their actual paying customers. They've had decades to do this right and they've they've just chosen not to. Assembly member Jim Wood was uh pioneering this, this Rural Broadband Act in the California State Legislature. And I would highly recommend calling or emailing your legislative representatives, California State Senator Mike McGuire or Assemblymember Jim Wood or U.S. Representative Jared Huffman. I would, I would definitely contact them and pledge your support for any kind of legislation that may compel or encourage the development of telecommunications infrastructure up here that's going to improve our connection to the outside world. Because without it, you could actually die when we were without phones for two days, or internet or anything like that, imagine that you're sitting there having dinner and suddenly you are having chest pain and you're an AT&T customer and your phone doesn't work. Shoot, well maybe you're fortunate enough to have a friend who's on Verizon eating with you and okay, so you try to use the Verizon phone to call 911 except, oh, that's right, 911 doesn't work because the system that 911 runs on is down and okay, Let's say that someone has a presence of mind to hop on Google, consult the Oracle, find the non-standard number for, I don't know, CHP or the Sheriff's Office or City Ambulance Dispatch. Let's say you get an ambulance and you get to the hospital, except the hospital can't pull up your fucking records because their network is down. Like, this is not stuff that's outside the realm of possibility. This kind of thing has been happening for a long time. It doesn't just affect businesses. It doesn't just affect people who are attached to Facebook. It affects literally everyone here. And... It's really about time the telecom companies stepped up to the plate, and I mean, I'm just saying, I wouldn't mind having faster internet access, but uh, beyond that, it would be nice to have at least some reliability. Remember the Sudden Link Slasher when that was a thing? We can't have it. It doesn't work.
0: So AT&T said after service outages in recent years, they created a, quote, resiliency network. Well, that so-called resiliency network was obviously not very resilient last week. In this statement, AT&T emailed to the Time Standard. They basically said, oh, these fires were too much, 15 fires across eight counties, that without that resiliency network they created, it would have taken way longer than 48 hours to restore service. So is that good enough? AT&T says now they're in the process of increasing the diversity of their network. Still, it seems like people commonly think AT&T could have done more to prevent this. They chose not to in order to save money. uh, And now they're saying they're going to do more. I've said that before. So do we believe them? That's the question. I'll read this little piece of reporting from Loco in response to that. It says that, again, fails to address the company's failure to lease space for regular level customers on the east-west fiber optic trunk line to the Central Valley and makes no mention at all of the fact that certain local businesses were still down for some reason as of when they wrote that. I'll also share this little tidbit from Jim Wood that he sent over to the Times-Standard. Part of it says, I can tell you that all service providers, whether that's the thousands of first responders, PG&E or telecom companies, all hands were on deck and hundreds of these folks were in high gear, working long hours in horrific conditions to get service back up and running in all areas. But again, I'll reiterate, I think a lot of the focus here is on the business side of this and not on the personnel side. I want to thank Hank Sims, the Lost Coast Outpost, for his reporting this week on that. Uh, Will Houston of the Time Standard also did a good job. Thank you so much to Eli Roll for his verbiage there. It's also important to think about Humboldt's generosity in all of this. It's amazing all of those donations for our fire victim neighbors down south. The fire station in Eureka was filled to the max with stuff from all kinds of kind people here in Humboldt. Uh, Eureka City Council member Austin Allison set up that donation drive, so thanks to him. And I'd like to read this time Standard editorial. Mark Vallis probably penned this one. He said, There's been a lot of bad news lately, but we've been happy to report that when disaster strikes elsewhere, Humboldt County residents rise to the challenge. Whether it's efforts to cope with the horrible after." math of hurricanes in Puerto Rico or the devastating fires in California counties to the south, Humboldt County first responders, public officials, and private citizens are pitching in and are riding to the rescue and in today's interconnected world at least when the internet's up and working, it's easier than ever to join them. love you, Humboldt County. Thank you so much for listening this week. Thank you for being kind. One more time, I want to thank the sponsors of this week's episode, Bongo Boy Studio. Find them online at bongoboystudio.com. Ferndale Music Company with Chris Smither playing at the Old Steeple in Ferndale, October 29th. Please tell a friend about the podcast. Like Humboldt Last Week on Facebook. Connect at humboldtlastweek.com. Don't be shy. My name is Miles. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you again next week. Bye. Humboldt Last Week.